What did you just call me? <clears throat> oh, oh, I beg your pardon. I forget myself. You see, the holidays are somewhat emotional. But to make it up for you, why don't I tell you a wonderfully tragic tale of a mother on the cusp of holidays sneaking out, forever changing the lives of her darling children, and a quest for the toys she magically, yes, magically enchanted. It is one of those stories. So gather around, children. Yes, yes, all of you adorable little sprites and tykes. Just get over here, okay? Community service. Anyway, like I was saying, a mother stealing out into the darkness of the night on the eve of Xmas. And through the power of... Love? Uh, love. Um, actually, no. Xmas magic, if we're going to be precise about it. Where, where are you kids going to school these days? Oh, this city is going straight to hell. Oh. Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Oh, yes, 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 yes. T'was the night before Xmas, and at a roadside camp, sat a mother named Una, called alone and deaf. Her home she had fled, her family forsaken, no trace of her left, but she was mistaken. Is this all gonna be right? Yes, it's all gonna be right, you little... She had, in her hurry, grabbed the wrong bag. Her children, Quillow and Fia's new toys, and not her own swag. With no time to spare, she started to panic. Then a flash of inspiration imbued the toys with old magic. This rhyme's kind of lazy. Oh, no, 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 Roz. Community service, community service, community service. Only hours to spare, she wished and she prayed for an Xmas miracle, and the toys obeyed. Up they sprang like a flash, intent not to loiter. Their first action to dash, will they make it? That's a spoiler! very welcome to the first part of our Christmas special, Love, mm, actually. And I am Declan. I am the Dungeon Master for Romancing the Dungeon. And I am delighted. I hope you are all set for the holidays uh, and the next couple of days, whatever that might be for you, friends, family, found family, whatever it might be. I hope you're somewhere happy, safe and warm uh, and just taking some time for yourself. And Ask yourself why you chose to listen to this podcast. That's that. Reflect on that. <laughs> reflect on that. I am joined for this wonderful Xmas special with some absolutely amazing uh, and wonderful people. Some you'll have recognized from their work either on Romance in the Dungeon or Rise of the Forsaken. And then some new friends in their first foray into uh, the world of Romance in the Dungeon. I apologize to the both of you 
in advance. Um, so that's that out of the way. You can't blame me anymore. I would quickly like to ask uh, Grace, Kat, Eilish and Fiona to introduce themselves. Uh, any of your, of your where people can find you uh, and then your characters uh, and whatever else you might like to share. I'm Grace Eddinger. Um, online, I am at Dungeons and Dingbats or at D and Dingbats. Essentially a goofy Twitter and Discord community for people that like to play TTRPGs and a lot of creators that collaborate. Um, today, I am playing Professor Penny, who is a Kenku wizard modeled after a penguin squeaky toy, if you're familiar. Um, and so he talks really, really loud and high um and he is he's a professor he's a scholar so silly guy i'm really excited to meet him <laughs> grace professor penny sounds like me in class i, I really hope you have a model that's <laughs> oh you outed me Declan. <laughs> hi i'm cat i go by dungeon delves on the socials apart from twitter where it's delves daily i make tabletop rpg related comics just talking about all the fun, silly parts of the hobby. I will be playing uh, the good dog today. A lovable, squishable, big old cleric dog. Hi guys, I am Fiona. I um, go by Tread Softly, preceded and followed by various underscores and dashes, depending <laughs> on how the name is already taken on social media. <laughs> I am on the Rise of the Forsaken stream and I play Nolra, the lovable barbarian. Well, she thinks she's lovable. I don't know how other people view her, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and for this, I will be playing a tiny, tiny dancer who is a fairy ranger blade dancer modeled after my favorite toy as a child, which was a sky dancer that probably all the young ones listening to this will not recognize. But they were these kind of fairy dolls and they had wings for arms and you'd send them flying off their stands with a pull of a string and they'd fly up in the air and then you get to the stage where you realize you could shoot them at each other and that was when the real fun started so <laughs> tiny's kind of gonna emulate that a little bit but we'll see how he goes i'm going to attempt to play a man for the first time in an rpg and i'm going to attempt to do an accent for the first time so i apologize in advance for everyone and anyone that i will offend with that <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that's how it counts. Just do it a blanket. Uh, yeah, blanket apology at the very, very start always works. I, I can't go wrong with that. You can't blame yeah, me. No, 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 <laughs> so, hello. I am Eilish. I go by Eilie Cyrus on most social media. I do the social media for D8 Dungeon, and I also play Diara on Rise of the Forsaken and Cloda on Romancing the Dungeon. So, you just can't get rid of me. I'm sorry. You will hear my voice a lot. Um, I'm going to be playing Dawn, the hardened shepherd. She's kind of like Bo Peep without a flock, who's been kind of lost and found for a while. So she's been repainted in camo colors, and uh, she's gone a bit feral. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Love Um Actually is based on the D&D 5e mechanics with a little bit of an Xmas twist. The toys channeled with this festive magic have been brought to life, but that magic will not last forever. 
Not only is the magic keeping them alive, it also has given them special abilities. The toys can use some of that magic to cast extra spells. They can take legendary actions, but all of that comes at a cost of their life force. Expending those abilities draws on the energy that's keeping them alive and their time will shorten. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of cocoa and brace yourselves for some misadventures with some very, very special toys. For each of you, there was, there wasn't much. There was just, there was a, there was darkness. Uh, and at the edges, there was always slight glimmers of colors and, and light. Uh, a feeling of warmth that would come and go uh, at different times and, Sometimes it was there for a long time, and other times there was just a void. The void was filled with echoes of laughter. Sometimes whispered wishes that you just couldn't quite make out, but you felt their intention. And occasionally, and sometimes the hardest times in all that darkness were the times when there were low sobs, the the small cries that just looked for comfort Um, and even though you didn't know where you were or what you were you tried something in you compelled you to want to bring comfort to those small voices for the longest time that's all you knew until everything changed with a fizz and a crackle and a pop and a bang and your eyes blinked open and Staring down uh, over you, you see a very, very tall lady. Soft, plum-coloured skin, her hair pulled back in a long French braid that's drooped over her shoulder. And you see around her, she's kind of glowing as if there's just this kind of aura of bright white and pink light just kind of washing around her. And her eyes are jet black. And she stares down at each of you with a smile. It worked. Oh, wow. Okay. Remind me to go back to that gray purse lady and just tell her it actually worked. I, wow. Okay. I, I owe her an apology. Good, good evening. Um, I, toys, um, uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, do you, do you have names? Who are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Una, I guess. I, well, I'm not your creator. I didn't make you. Uh, I am, uh, well, I did and I didn't. It's, it's very complicated. Needless to say, I've sort of done a bit of magic and there's been a bit of a whoopsie on my part. You see, I'm, I'm after making some big life changes. I've just decided to up and leave my family for no reason. And we can't delve into that because I'm not emotionally ready right now. But sometime later, probably in the not too distant future, we will maybe come circle back around to that and figure it out and why that happened. But there's been a bit of an oopsie. My bad. You were supposed to be under the tree for my darling children, Quillo and Fia. Oh, I love uh, children. Excellent. You are. Oh, oh, oh look. And, and the good dog. Yeah. Una just kind of picks you up and gives you kind of a squeeze and like kind of cuddles you a little bit. Quillo is just going to love you. And then I like kind of lean my head a little nose. bit into the hug. Oh, and- oh, 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 
I am just the best gift giver. Uh, and she, yeah, she just, she gives you it like, yeah, she kind of, it's like a, a warm hug. Now, um, uh, uh, just so, just so we're clear, and you see that uh, she kind of she puts the the good dog with you down again on the ground. There's a a couple of little things that I need to explain. You won't always be like this. We've the the magic isn't for forever. It's it's going to run out. It's it's not going to last. We've oof, we've and she's kind of looking up at the the sky overhead, and you you just see this huge dark blanket that glitters. And there's a full moon and behind it, a crescent moon that's almost kind of smiling uh, down at you. And the air is cold and you're, all of you are sort of overcome with the sensations. Like you, it's cold, but it feels great. And the ground is wet. What is wet? <laughs> and it's, there's a fire that's kind of half glowing. And this lady is just this intense mom energy just radiating off of her. She she kind of sits down on the ground and she kind of crosses her legs under and she kind of tucks them up. And she's kind of like, she's like, oh, you know what? And she just throws herself forward into the dirt. And now she's just kind of like tucked her chin under her two arms and she's just looking at, at the four of you. You belong with Fia and Quillo. And in some small way, I hope you will be enough and you have important work to do. You have, I have one job and only one job for the four of you. You have to go home. You have to go be with Fia and Quillo and do what I can't do. Take care of them. Professor Penny kind of like gallops. He's, he's riding a stuffed polar bear. Gallops towards Una and just like in a coughing, squeaky fit, like a new voice. Um, Una, where is home? Oh, quite a pertinent question, Professor Penny. Home is where the heart is. And then she just boops you literally on the chest. Um, <laughs> and when she does, like there's a little heart that just kind of glows, like a, like one of those little light up little buttons that it just glows. And then... All of you glow with that same white and pink energy. And instantly all of you know where the two kids are that you have to go. The Xmas magic is just, there's a connection. There's a pull. Like, like migratory birds, you know exactly. You've no idea how, but you know exactly where Fia and Quillo are. Tomorrow morning, I really wish that they wake up and you four are there. And I think the magic, again, I'm so surprised. I think the magic has linked the four of you to them. And just so we don't forget, and she reaches into um, the this small little brown bag, little satchel uh, on the ground. She kind of drags it over a little bit and she takes out uh, some paper, like some cards, and she draws on it very quickly. She writes on it very, very quickly. And she ties a little bow into it. And then around each of your heads, or even around the polar bear, the stuffed polar bear's head, and the good boy kind of tucked into your collar. It's just kind of wrapped around it. And Tiny Dancer, it's she's trying to get it around your wings. She's like, oh, do it. they're kind of flimsy. I don't know, will they break? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this, this toy might be a bit shoddy. I don't know. Um, and you see that each of you has now kind of got a small little strip of red bow. 
and around it there's just a small piece of brown card and tiny dancer and the good boy you see that the the card on your the Xmas tag reads Quillo. Dawn, the broken shepherd, and uh, Professor Penny, yours says Fia. So, we don't have a lot of time. You need to get back to the city. The The magic will run out. And after that, well, uh, all of you give me uh, perception checks. <laughs> wow. Tiny got five. <laughs> I got a nap one. <laughs> No. First roll. <laughs> Ten. I got an unnatural twenty. The good, the good boy. You, uh, you're you're, li- you're all listening. Um, and tiny, you're sort of enamored by this lady. Uh, and like, wow, she, how's she so big? But the good boy, you, as as you're listening, um, and uh, Professor Penny, you notice the good boy kind of like it's that thing that dogs yours of. <gasps> something point um uh, yeah it's like full-on point (laughs) as you hear uh and then smell well it's stinky like it smells really bad um and then you hear the trundling of wood sloshing against the the muck and then una turns at the same time and then she's like oh heavens for small miracles i think we might have a ride. How do you... How do toys feel about garbage? Is that what is garbage? Oh, it's... Uh, it's things that are discarded that... Oh, I know often, all about discarding. I... You know, I'm... I'll just see if I can maybe flag this... This wagon down. And why don't the... Why don't the four of you get to know each other a little bit? And... Um, I mean, you're hopefully going to spend the rest of your lives together, you know, watching over my children. And she kind of half smiles awkwardly at the four of you. She's like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. These toys are having like an existential crisis and I've <laughs> probably started it. And she kind of gets up and she flicks some of the dirt uh, off her and she shimmies over. Uh, and you see her kind of, she sways over to the road and she kind of draws just a, a stick from the fire. like, uh, And it's kind of lit up and it's glowing. Uh, and she's kind of trying to light and she's kind of waving it in the air. And all of you see kind of coming down the road, trundling, is two large horses drawing a rather large wooden and metal box. Tiny will have been watching Professor Penny on their really cool polar bear. And he's quite <laughs> jealous. So upon seeing this cart arrive, He's going to side-eye his little dog friend, flit onto Doggy's back, pull out his short sword, pointing at the wagon and say, Onward, Steed! <laughs> the good dog will just suddenly start barking and has just been told what to do. Like, okay. <laughs> just, just run towards it. Bark, 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 bark. How, how do I do this? How do I do this? And Tiny's going to be kicking his legs against the side. Does, does this make you go faster? Come on now. Come on, faster. We, we have to catch up now. Let's ride the smelly wagon under the twinkle blanket to make it home. Don, jump on! She'll just go to Don. <laughs> Oh, well, no, no, that's not fair. That was my idea first. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> Professor, what, what is your bear called? What, what, what are we, what are, how do we address the bear? Oliver. <laughs> Ol- Oliver, okay. <laughs> uh, Oliver the polar bear, I love it. Yeah. You, you all kind of head, you kind of follow, all, like all of you are, uh, and Don, you're, you're, you're just moving. You're trying to get used to the, the whole thing. And you're like, no, you refuse the, the lift from 
uh, Professor uh, <laughs> Professor Penny and Oliver the polar bear. And you see that Una has sort of stepped out onto the road. She's kind of waving the torch overhead. And then her left leg is slightly extended and she's arched her back a little bit. And all of you just hear an ooey uh, as the the horses neigh. And then you just, who's that? Who's going there now? Who's that now? Who's that? Just, just very dark. And uh, she's like, oh, I'm, I'm just uh, a mother traveling these roads late at night. And I just happened to smell the aroma from your garbage wagon and I just I have so many questions if you if you had the time sir and these giant horses uh, well giant to the to the four of you come to a slow stop and you just see this large heavy looking wooden and metal box and on top of it holding some leather reins is a very very short stout dwarf who is wrapped head to toe in blankets and a leather jacket and a scarf and there's just like tufts of beard sticking out and kind of like parts of it are kind of all like sticking like sticking out and up because it's all staticky from rubbing against the scarf and just these glassy green eyes just kind of stare out from under a cap Just garbage you wanted to be known about is that it garbage oh oh <laughs> But you've, you've stopped, you've stopped Tezrav's number one employee of the month six months in a row. Garbage man of the year. Seamus Trainer. Uh, and he extends a hand and Una just takes his index finger and just kind of wags it a little bit. Bellatrice Fleur, uh, a, a pleasure, Mr. Seamus. Uh, pray tell, could you could you perhaps explain to me the the workings of a trash box on wheels? I'm 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 heavily I'm just, uh, I'm all about acquiring new knowledge. Of 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 course, of whatever. Oh, what a lady such as! Why don't you hit yourself up here, and we can and I can and I can give you a ride into the city. Oh no, I'm going the opposite direction, but. Perhaps you'd like to have a small cup of tea with me by the fire, and I can, um, I can listen to your uh, wonderful tales as you wax lyrically about refuse and shit. Uh, and he, he's just, <laughs> he's completely and totally flabbergasted. And then over her shoulder, uh, Una is just. She sees the on hearing uh, the good boy barking. She kind of nods at the the four of you and she's kind of like her head is she's kind of hitching it towards the the back of the the wagon she's like, oh and my neck it's oh it's, and she's now pointing she's just got her thumb she's like mm, oh it's traveling down my back yeah oh, oh why don't we take a seat and she's just kind of gesturing for the four of you to move to the back of the the wagon as Seamus jumps well Attempts to, oh, you know, we'll give him a roll. We'll give him, it's, we'll give Seamus a roll. Uh, a three. Seamus jumps from the the seat on the wagon and literally lands. He does. He lands on his feet, but then they go out from underneath him, and he's now sitting in his arse in like a, a muddy pothole. Uh, oh, meant to do that. Oh, oh, the my legs. Oh, you know. And Una's like, of course, yes, I. I, I haven't seen somebody remove themselves from a refuse vessel so dexterously. 
in all my life. You are, you are a champion, sir. She's starting to move back towards that little campfire that she had lit. And the entire time she's kind of, she's swung her back. She's like, she's literally now trying to block you <laughs> as much as she can with her slender frame. And she's her arms extended out. And she's like, this way. And she's overly gesturing towards the fire. Why don't we go this way? And if there was anybody else around here, they should go that way. And she's now kind of pulled him up onto his feet. And you're a very strange lady. <laughs> um, but, uh, and he's now completely and totally enraptured. Um, but not by her feminine charms, as he is just very excited to talk about refuse collection. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the the four of you are, you know, politely nudged towards the, the back of the, the wagon. And as you come round there, you see these just these thick, heavy wooden wheels that are just caked in mud. And at the back, you just see two large doors. I get up and try to scratch at the doors to be let in. <laughs> From behind, I'm going to cast Mage Hand and just like pop. So he thinks, the good boy thinks he gets at it. But <laughs> A Good boy, you get up kind of on your hind legs and you just barely make it up onto the, like the step up on your back legs and you're not kind of scratching on that kind of and it's it's a weird it's weird because it's you you're you're made of like cotton and stuffed full of feathers and stuff like that but you're scratching as best you can give me a perception check uh the, the good dog and at the same time professor penny you're like oh precious and, uh, <laughs> is it based on smell or hearing or color recognition it is on hearing Okie dokie. If it was on smell, you were overpowered. Uh, but <laughs> there, is, there is a pungent aroma exuding from this uh, trash box. Professor Penny, uh, as you watch the good boy do that wonderful thing that the canines are wont to do, with a flip of your flipper, a and it, your mage hand is a flipper, by the way. Oh, uh, I love it. it. <laughs> over, wraps around the handle, and it's just, there's a clunk. But the good boy, you hear inside... We're almost there, boss. We're almost there. (laughs) And the door opens. A mist just rolls out between the the crack in the door. And that mist is stink made real uh, as just a wave of hot garbage mist rolls out on top of the four of you. And you hear a scuttering coming uh, from inside the, uh, the van, or the, the, the van, the wagon. Tiny's going to think that um, the good dog made that smell. So he's going to quickly <laughs> fly off the back and say, uh, uh, excuse me, sir, I think you had better watch what you are eating because that's quite disgusting. <laughs> that's not me. Uh, are you sure? Good dog will nod and will point with their nose towards the inside um, of the truck and say, I, it's, it's from in there. Is that not the, the garbage that the giant woman mentioned? I believe it is. And that is what that strange tiny man with garbage strapped to his face likes to drive around at night in the middle of the woods. I do not understand these people. It is a funny friend. <laughs> Are we meant to go into this stink hole? I believe we need to go into the stink hole to find home. Would you like to go into the stink hole first? Because I don't really want to go in there. I can go in first and 
make sure everything is safe. Oh, you're a, you're a very good chap. And Tiny's going to give a good dog a little scratch around the ear. Instinctively. <laughs> he, wouldn't, oh. he wouldn't know to do that. <laughs> um, while they're having this conversation, can I have tied uh, some rope to the end of my spear and tried to like make a javelin? to climb up sure and by rope it's like threads yeah. you're literally it's just threads uh, so yeah do you want to give me uh, an because you give me a athletics check just to chuck it seven I do not like these dice <laughs> <laughs> the good boy as you feel scratches um, your back leg immediately just starts to lift off the ground and it kind of starts to kind of thud into the muck a little bit but this is the best day <laughs> you have inspiration yay and you scramble in that way that you know dogs kind of scramble to get into things it's like like from paws are up and you're kind of scratching at the, the step and you're like trying to lift yourself up and then you all just see the porcelain doll dawn with her broken crook in hand chuck it at the door of the the wagon but dawn it doesn't hit the door it goes right through the crack so thin is the uh is the crook it actually just you just and you hear kind of a thud and then something pulls the string and the string is just yoinked straight into the wagon Ooh. as the good boy gets up onto the step be careful <laughs> is the good dog uh, like climbing is in Don there? attached to the string no Don John chucked it and then it was okay. to, I'm assuming to climb up Don was it yeah. like you were literally yeah the good boy as you nudge like with kind of with your your kind of your nose you kind of move the door a little bit and you kind of shove yourself in it smells like sweaty rotten eggs and, and rust uh in here it's it's weird it's stinky and it's it's cold outside but it's hot in here it's and it's like a damp heat it's not nice it's stinky you see the string kind of just get it kind of pools and swirls and then just slips into the dark in front of you and you you just see boxes wall the the wall the interior of the wagon is just filled with boxes the ground is sticky and wet you you feel your fur kind of like stick to the ground. You you kind of pull that little paw, but it's like, uh, as you do for a moment, you saw two sets of red eyes in the dark stare, and then blink, and then there's just darkness beyond, about forty feet deeper into the wagon. Uh, hello, are there other friends in this terrible place? Terrible place. Ter- terrible place. This is our house you're talking about. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't think anyone would live in such a awful place. Oh, well, at least you're downgrading it. Ter- you know, awful is better than terrible. So, uh, yeah, we can take that. That's a com- that's a compliment deal. That's a compliment. Wipe your paws. Wipe your if you're coming in, wipe your paws. You can you track muck into the place, and I won't have muck in my house. The the good boy will look around, or the good dog will look around to try to find a place where there isn't muck to wipe the muck off their paws. There isn't a square millimeter that isn't covered in sludge or slime or muck. Um, but you do your best, uh, and it's just like that. Yeah, you're just, you're just rubbing more in. Um, come on, come on, come on, come in, come in, come in. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Come on in, come on in. Um... Uh, if you just step further into the shadows, the ominous, threatening shadows, um, I'll be happy to introduce myself uh, and my, my my associate. I see nothing wrong with this. Guys, I've made more friends! And I will bar- run in <laughs> gleefully into what is not a trap. 
Tiny's going to hear uh, the good dog shout that. Oh, well, well done, well done, chap. And he's going to fly in. And just as he's about to land on the floor, he's going to notice the juice on the floor, the garbage juice. And he's just going to, he's going to stay airborne. And he's going to turn to the dog and say, um, you do realize we're intended to be played by, with children and you are currently soaking up the mess on the floor through your appendages. I think perhaps maybe you should find somewhere else to sand. Do children not like garbage? Children love garbage. Tiny's going to just immediately like jump to attention in the air. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but like stiffen, <laughs> stiffen in the air. And turn around and pull out his short sword and point it at where the noise came from and said, Who is that? Show yourselves, garbage people. <laughs> garbage people. Oh, look at you, Mr. Fancy Man, with your very big words coming in here all... <laughs> muscular, statuesque, and look at those pretty little wings on you. Emerging from the emerging from the shadows, standing on their back legs, you see a mouse, a, a grey mouse in a leather jacket, and she's got like a little pink mohawk from like the, the tip of her head down the back. She just, she kind of, she... And it's a little bit like that walk you saw Una do, Tiny, but like she full on sways out of the dark and there's a glowing little stick between her little her little mice fingers and then a plume of smoke just sort of erupts around the place and it's fizzy. Nice to meet ya. Tiny's going to be, he'll have been caught off guard by the compliments. So he kind of, he liked that a little bit, but at the same time, he's still on guard and Seeing the way she walked towards him, he's going to say, oh, oh, Madam, I, I I, believe there may be some hip dysplasia going on over there. I don't know why you're walking like that. It's the same as a giant woman outside. <laughs> what is with women walking like that? <laughs> you better slow down, sailor. You're calling me a madam. Oh, haven't even bought me dinner yet. Dinner? Uh, what does one have for dinner in this garbage truck? garbage and she just gestures around the place professor penny and don you hear this to and fro between tiny and kind of it's a squeak it's a squeaky noise kind of coming from inside what are the what are the two of you doing i'm gonna turn to penny and say i don't trust it seems suspicious our friends still we hear them though so it can't be that bad right Feels like a trap. It might be. Uh, I might take that lift you had offered. Oh yeah, hop on. And uh, and Oliver just full on like he does a little kind of like ooh flexes his. Like, <laughs> uh, yes, literally what because like P Professor Penny like is sewn in to Oliver, so there's no way like like he goes back up on his back legs and he full on does like a muscle. <laughs> <laughs> And then kind of gets low, uh, Dawn, for you to kind of climb up on top. And then you just hear... <laughs> hey. Again, following the, 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 the good dog, he paws up and then he clambers in a little more grace, uh, gracefully than the good dog. But he, he still takes his time about it and he scooches in behind. And you see this, this grey mouse in a black leather jacket with a pink mohawk smoking a little mousy cigarette. She winks at the, the three of you as you pop in. Whoa, 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 hot stuff. You never told me you had a missus. And she kind of winks over at you, Dawn. <laughs> I belong to no man. Well, that makes two of us tuts. And she she smokes. And then there's just a, hey, fizzy. I'm right 
over here. Why are you going to talk about me like that? I'm right over here. I'm, I'm your man. I'm your, I'm your man. And, it's Joe Pesci. Uh, <laughs> 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 it wouldn't be a Christmas movie without Joe Pesci. <laughs> He's here with us. Thank you, Joe Pesci, for coming along. <laughs> You're channeling him. Uh, <laughs> and scuttling along the side, you just see these red eyes kind of blink open and scuttling along the side wall, along the boxes and over around it, uh, right up and kind of disappearing for a moment and then coming through a hole in one of the boxes, it squirms between the four of you um, and you, standing up on his uh, on his back legs, you see a brown and white rat with a just a, a little poof of green, like lime green hair, like a little swirl of it on his head. Uh, he's also wearing a leather jacket. Deal, deal. What do you, what do you, what do you schmucks do to Naveen? I want my stuff. What, what's this? What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? The one you took in here. It was attached that to was a garbage. thread. That was garbage. Uh, garbage. It was broken. It wasn't garbage. And, 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 and Fizzy, just, well, come on, we're all, we're all friends in here. We're all, give, 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 give the lady back her staff or whatever the hell that is these days. Give it, just give, give, give it back. And, Dill just shrugs his shoulders and he scurries over to the box that he came out of a moment ago and he comes back and he's just like one hand out and he kind of hands it to you. <laughs> she snatches it back from him. So, uh, what are the four of you guys is doing the wagon? <laughs> We're on our way home. Well, you found it. You're welcome to home. This is not our no. home. This, <laughs> but thank you anyway. Oh, it's... It, it, Oh, 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 Mr. Smatty Pants over here thinks he's too good for the garbage wagon, huh? Is, yeah. that, is, that, is that, is that what? Yeah, and she's looking right at you, Professor. I'm going to take my flipper and just like push up my glasses from the no. nose bridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, put. You see, and he'll point to the little like heart that's glowing. Is it still glowing on all of us? Yeah. We have a calling to reach our people, but it's kind of far away. Ah, in in that precious, that the point Dexter's got people. Ah, cute. Where 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 is hope? Where where, where, where are you are you coming or are you going from Tesrap? What's going on here? Because we're going to the city. We are also Us going too. <laughs> Uncertainly, oh. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is most fortunate thing. Yeah, it's real fortunate, Fizzy. It's real fortunate. Uh Say, we, we we know our way around Tezrab like nobody's business. Like literally, you you ain't gonna find no better guide to get you around Tezrab and get you kids home to wherever it is you four are going home. We can help. It's it, you know it, it's Xmas Eve. It, it's it's a, it's a time for charity and for helping strangers and, and all that bullcrap. Tiny's going to smile at that and say, oh, sir, thank you so much. We will gladly take a ride in your garbage palace. To where we go. Anything for you. And, and, and she winks. Uh, yeah. Tiny's going to attempt to wink back. He's never winked before. <laughs> so I think he's just going to blink. Don's going to lean into Professor and just say, I still don't trust it. Me neither. But what's our alternative? Good point. <laughs> 
say, uh, you know, since since it is Xmas Eve and all, and it is a time of giving and helping and and, and new friends and all that, um, if we're going to help you, why don't you help us? You know, a little bit of, you know, charity works both ways, right? Not usually. Well, in the garbage palace, <laughs> that's how charity works. Yeah, yeah, Fizzy, that's, a, that's, that's how charity works in the, in, the, in the garbage palace. Fizzy kind of nods at Dill. See, my associate here, we, 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 we are on a, 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 a charitable mission. We are, we are missionaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're missionaries. <laughs> and we want to feed all the rats and mice in, 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 in Tezrav. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of hungry mouths out there. We've stumbled upon a trove of treasure. A, a carny, a carny, a lot of food. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a lot. So, so much food, Fizzy. And I really think you four are the four to help us out. And you'd be doing all the rats and all the mice, all those hungry little mice babies and rat babies, uh, favor. It's, it's Xmas after all. But before we get to the city, you gotta help us save our friend. And we're gonna need a potion. And the good news is, they're all right here in the garbage palace. And Dill just nods his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we gotta save Tiny Tim. You gotta save Tiny Tim. He's he's crucial for this part. He's, he, he, he's, isn't that right, Fizzy? Uh, and, and Fizzy, yeah, yeah. Tiny Tim, we got, we got, we got, we gotta, we gotta spring him from the joint. We got, we gotta, we gotta get him out of there. It, 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 case of mistaken identity, and he did nothing wrong. That lady had a wicked look about her, and he was doing her a favor when he tried to bite off her nose, and. <laughs> Dill is just kind of nodding. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what say you four wonderful saints? Are you in? Let me get this straight. Charity is not charity here. It's an exchange of favors? See, I knew you were smart, Teach. <laughs> Okay. That's a charity. <laughs> so you see, you got it. You got it. You, uh, you're the brains of this operation, Teach. In exchange for staying in this place, we need to... Charity? Mm, mm, like, roller, rolling his eyes a little. Uh, <laughs> we need to... And looking over at Dawn with me, we need to help Tiny Tim and feed a bunch of rats? Babies? Confused? Precisely. But we'll, we'll get the food. You just need to help us spring our dear, dear friend Tiny Tim from the Slammer and help us acquire a small, just a tiny, tiny amount of an elixir that will really help us in our crusade, our charitable Xmas Eve crusade. Full of joy and hope and all that. Hmm. Xmas. Goodness. Did I mention it's for charity? Yeah, I did. Privately to Dawn. 
How much time did Una say we had? Only six hours. What do you think? How long does this garbage palace take to get to Tezrab? Oh, well, oh, that, that, that depends. Uh, yeah. It, you know, sometimes old Seamus gets lost and uh, sometimes maybe a mouse whispers in his ear and distracts him a little bit and we careen off the edge and we, we get lost in the lake. Who knows? <laughs> Strange things have happened. So you control the garbage man? I didn't say I control him, but I've got some influence. This is a ratatouille situation, isn't it? I was just going to say. Yes, I pulled the beard. Just running from loads of different franchises. Yes, Clobbing together for one Christmas special. Don's kind of just going to look around and say, I, we can't leave one of the flock behind. We must help this small Timothy. Hmm. Tiny is going to um, fly over towards the, the mouse and the rat and say, well, well, of course, madam, we would be more than willing to help, but what exactly does this mission involve? And he's going to spear a nearby apple core with his sword and say, and does it involve a close proximity to the garbage? Because that might be a problem. And he's going to no, no, gesture no. with the, the apple core at her. <laughs> she nibbles on the apple core a little bit as you gesture like it. She's like, and she's doing it seductively. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> Well, it will involve some garbage, but a man such as yourself, and she just runs a finger kind of from like the nape of your neck down your back a little bit. I'm sure a strong, burly, towering epitome of masculinity and just raging waterfall of testosterone would have no trouble dealing with Mary Blackbird. And she just turns her head slowly up to the corner and there in a cage you see a well you can just make out this like the, the, the form of a bird with a little cap uh, on its head in a rather rickety looking bird cage. That's where Seamus keeps his elixirs. Tiny's going to like have a, a visceral reaction to that touch and he's just going to go... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yes, madam, that, that will be no problem. <clears throat> and he's just going to swallow back down that little lump of sick that was in his mouth and say, and look up at the bird and say, I believe that uh, my crew and I are more than capable of dealing with that avian up there, aren't we? Aren't we, chaps? And he's going to turn back to the rest of them. We can help. I'm sure we could make friends. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow yourself there, Teach, because I got a job for you that I think a man of your giant brain... And she's just like trying to think of words around that that make it flattering. Tanny Tim isn't in just any kind of prison. He's in maximum security. And then she looks over her other shoulder and Dill is just in her face. Like, Dill is literally over her other shoulder, just like staring at her like with these lovely goo-goo eyes. 
and she just shoves him out of the way. And in the other corner of the the wagon, you just see a large metal box. And as you all kind of drawn to it, it just rattles like the whole thing. It's a lar- It's like a toolbox, and the whole thing just rattles from one side to the other. And you all just hear inside it <laughs> coming from the box. Oh no, it's a gremlin. <laughs> I'm getting them. I'm taking those boxes. <laughs> the person's here? And I'll um I'll like gallop Oliver trot over to the box. You just need to get Tim out of the box. He does not like enclosed spaces. It sends him into a a blood frenzy. Can you promise that Tim won't hurt us? I don't like the term blood frenzy. Uh, uh no, I sorry, I meant frenzy as in F-R-I-E-N-D-Z-Z-Y. Friends. Oh, I oh. love frenzies. <laughs> no, no, no. Good boy. Not right. Not yet. <laughs> oh, like hold out a flipper to like curb him from like running at this box. <laughs> Oliver, yeah, Oliver just like puts a paw over his head and just shakes. <laughs> but I'm very good at making frenzies. Tony's going to turn to... The good dog and say, uh, uh, my friend, do you have an updated rabies vaccine? Because if not, I believe you should stay away from that box. What is rabies? I don't know. It just popped into my head and I believe it's something that you should have if you approach the rattling tin with the crazy creature inside. Fizzy turns back and she's like, yeah, rabies. And then she just wipes her mouth and there's just a little bit of foam (laughs) on the left side of her face. (laughs) And she just flicks it to the ground. Never heard of it. Oh, God. Tiny's going to flick the apple core away into the corner and quickly retreat away. (laughs) Yeah, you tease. And she she scurries over (laughs) to the apple core. So, Professor Penny, you're heading to the box and the Tiny Tim situation. Tiny, you are heading up to the cage I think I'm going to go with the professor okay if that's the case then Tiny's going to quickly fly over to Dawn and kind of preen himself a little bit and offer an arm to the lady and say madam shall we don't you think I'm a little big for you I'm always up for a good ride dear (laughs) damn (laughs) may I and Tiny's going to (laughs) like Because how big is Tiny compared to Don? <laughs> how tiny is Tiny? <laughs> well, Tiny is the smallest of the cloud prancers. So, I mean, you're all tiny in terms of D&D 5e size, but I'm assuming you're the tiniest of the four. Tiny, fancying himself to be quite the strong man, is going to fly behind Don and try grab a hold of her and, and attempt to fly and lift her up to the birdcage. <laughs> Okay. Give me an athletics check uh, with disadvantage. Oh, here we go. I'm going to use a point. I'm going to grant inspiration. Okay. Honor. Okay. Thanks for that because I will need it. (laughs) (laughs) So you're adding the joy? Yes. Okay. So my first two rolls were two and five. Great. I rolled again. Is that how our inspiration works or do I just add to one of the rolls? So you, with, with inspiration, you would, um, you can re-roll one of those. But, okay. Uh, 
effectively normally would cancel out the disadvantage. So if you want to make one flat roll now, I will just say that because mm-hmm. it, it's Xmas after all, and I'm being a very, very generous DM. We'll just say you make one flat d20 roll now, and whatever this is, this is it. Well, I did roll three times, and my third one was a 19. <laughs> oh, Great. God damn it. I was yes. Yes. <laughs> well, a natural 20, uh, actually. Merry Xmas, well. everyone. Oh, it's yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Professor Penny, you you look on as you see Tiny kind of, like, hook... Um, Dawn under both arms and like just kind <laughs> <laughs> of Excuse her. me, Tiny would sound better than that, Declan. <laughs> Can we get that again? <laughs> gotcha. And just like a sweat pumping out of him, you see, you see, kind of Dawn looking very kind of like she's kind of looking over her shoulder at you, kind of like help, and you just give her like with with your flipper, like kind of like just a thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, but Tiny thinks it's for, for him and he's just egged on by this and he just feels a little, he just like a lovely sense of joy as both of you kind of light up and the little heart on your chest just kind of, both, both just kind of beats for very loudly and you just feel this surge of joy, Tiny, and your wings uh, and flick really, really quickly as you lift Dawn from the ground and the both of you fly up towards the cage. The... Goodbye and Professor, you've made your way over to the toolbox. It's not even like a cage. This is just a toolbox. And it is, as as you were approaching, it was still rattling. Now, as you've both arrived at it, it's stuck. Uh, good boy. Do you have any thoughts on how to open this? I have a couple things we could try. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how to open it. What are your ideas? My... First thought would be to essentially try and knock it open. The good dog nods and is just like, mm-hmm. It could, it could accidentally hurt the friend inside, though. Professor Penny's going to roll his eyes and be like, Oh, yes, the friend. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, do you have any other thoughts? Mm. <laughs> the, the, the good boy will uh, kind of stare at the... Uh, at the at the chest and like tilt their head to the side as one of their plushy ears kind of flop over as they give this some thought and then uh after a brief pause we'll kind of sit back up and say hmm i suppose i can put them back together again if the friend does get hurt oh then we have nothing to worry about i'm gonna first uh use detect magic cast detect magic and see if we can learn anything okay. about the box you and professor penny as you're doing this uh the the good dog will you give me an investigation check as well just because mm-hmm. as you were kind of like trying to suss the whole thing out but professor penny you you kind of it's that kind of you clear the air and there is there's a little like squeak flicking kind of your flippers out a little bit uh, and Oliver kind of throws his kind of head back up and with his kind of his little uh, muzzle, he's he's kind of sniffing the air and his nostrils kind of flare up as well. And instantly you ping the good dog, you ping Dawn, Tiny, and you also get a ping of magic off of Fizzy. Not not any on the box. Nothing from nothing from the box. Okay. So uh. you 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 know you know you, Una told you that ye were all magic that there was some that she had used magic on you, but you've also gotten that same sort of sense of it's 
it's a little bit like you and her it's the same and and the good dog it's that like you know you're magical but you also have magic yeah you get the same thing off of fizzy cool that was a 14 the you notice that there is um the 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 prison the 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 cage that this uh, small tim is in you kind of you're looking around it and you see that there's like a thread like thick rope wrapped around the two handles but behind it sort of wedged in the back you see stacks of paper like just stacks of paper kind of sitting kind of folded half over it as well as if they're adding kind of weight on top of it as well okay as um as i look i would like to kind of wander around the back to where the paper is and start like chewing on it and try to pull it off you know thrash my head around like a dog to try to just get the paper to fall you're kind of half playing with it kind of half trying to shove it over half trying to half knock it over and it does it's just paper and you kind of throw your weight into it it a few of it kind of falls free and professor penny your eye is caught you because you're focusing kind of you're also kind of trying to detect things around you there's paper the paper there's all this paper around you and you see a familiar streak of green and purple etched on the paper and the good boy, you have knocked the weight off of the the box. Gonna grab that paper. Look at it. Okay. As you unfurl a piece of the paper, we cut to Tiny and Dawn, uh, who have flitted up. You land, and you're just kind of on the... It's where the seed feeder is for the cage. And just nestled, you can now both see this jet black bird with two streaks of white on their underbelly, like their the the plumage, uh, and grey charcoal grey talons, and a little cap on top of their head, and one of the talons is wrapped in a what looks like kind of a slightly tarnished chain. All around in the inside, you see uh, little glass bottles that have what looks like skull and bones on them. <coughs> All the bottles look the same, do they? Yeah. Okay. Um, noticing that he's sweating lots on top of Dawn, uh, he's going to gently place her down and say, I'm, I'm very sorry, my dear, I believe uh, there was a bit of garbage juice falling from the ceiling. If you felt any wetness hit you, I don't know what else that could have been. Dawn's As he's just... trying to like mop his brow. <laughs> Dawn's just going to like take her hand and like slowly slide it down her arms like a squeegee. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It, sque- it squeaks. The porcelain actually squeaks as you as you wipe the sweat off of you. Uh-huh. The bird rustles on the squeak. Do we know which potion we're looking for? Or do all the all the bottles look the same? So it- they they all look the same. They're they're like little they're small little glass bottles that have a thick fat uh, cork uh, shoved in them and a little label that has just the, all the labels have little skulls with bones underneath them and all the skulls look they're like they're they're it's definitely hand drawn uh because the skulls all don't look the same okay there's like a little orc skull there's a little kobold skull there's a little elf skull um but yeah if we roll one of the labels down will it be a llama <laughs> there's a llama skull <laughs> <laughs> so can i cast animal friendship on the bird Sure thing. 
God damn it. <laughs> I was wondering why Jacqueline was smiling. I was like, either Eilish has done something really good and fucked up his idea, or we are about to get eaten. <laughs> it's the first part. <laughs> um, so how she casts it is she's going to revert to her shepherdess. So she's just going to reach her hand through the bars and stroke the closest feather and say, Hello, friend. Who is that? Who goes there? I'm only a woman. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Were you Googling Mary Black songs? No, I wasn't. I was trying to get her voice. <laughs> um, we are some friends who've been sent on a very heroic quest. We require one of your vials. Why? Your, your voice, it's so soft and sweet. It speaks to my heart. Of course. Please. Anything for a friend. And with her talent, she kind of nudges one of the bottles uh, towards you. Could you please remove the cap from my head so I may see who I am speaking to? Can I reach from outside the cage? You- you can you uh, you're, you can squeeze in. Oh, yeah. This is literally a rickety. This is uh, Seamus got this from the garbage. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like squeeze through the bars and lift the cap. When you do, you just see this kind of like these this brilliantly kind of deep purple eye just kind of flit around and then just kind of land on you. Oh, look at you there! You're so precious, absolutely precious. Of course, um, um, I won't tell Seamus that you've, you, you're just borrowing the vial, right? You, you, um, you, you clearly have some sort of pest problem that you're dealing with. Exactly, friend. Seamus hasn't quite got the dosage right on any of these. You, you can see there's a bit of trial and error going on. So I would suggest no more than one drop for fear you'd wipe out the entire city. <laughs> That's not worrying at all. Thank you so much for your assistance. You're most welcome, friend. Have a lovely day, friend. You too, friend. <laughs> She's just going to take point out that Tiny has not noticed any of this exchange. Upon hearing Don's sexy shepherdess voice, <laughs> he, he does that thing like in the old cartoons when they smell a pie and like their arse goes up in the air and their nose like sticks out in front. And he's just, he's flying in the air in that position, just staring at her and listening to the dulcet tones flow over his little tiny fairy ears. And he doesn't have a clue what's going on. He is just focused on her. With heart eyes. With heart eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, so Don's just going to pick up uh, one of the vials and come back out to the other side of the cage. Farewell, friend. Until we meet again, friend. Think of me fondly, friend. I will, of course, friend. Mary Blackbird just sort of like ruffles her feathers a little bit and she kind of settles in and she kind of ducks, just like, like nestles her own head in and she kind of gets, uh, there's that encounter that I planned on you fighting this magpie, by the way, out the window entirely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Befriending, <laughs> 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 uh, no, I love it. I love it. Friends, thank you. Uh, Dawn, you come out with a vile kind of that you you have to try and squeeze it out a little bit, and the glass kind of rattles against the metal, but you get it out. It's like a sludge. It's like a thick amber sludge inside the the vial. You just see Tiny just staring at you. I'm gonna just like 
shook it up onto my shoulder and say, I've received the vial. Let's go back down. Uh, uh, oh, well, well done, dear. I, did, I didn't even notice. You get that. I was just so enamored by the sounds coming out of your mouth. There was something from the very heavens themselves. Why, why has it changed back to that kind of gravelly, horrible voice? I don't know what you mean. My voice is always the same. Are, are you sure? Because I could have sworn I had something different when you were talking to whatever you were talking to. I just couldn't concentrate on anything but you. It must be my animal charm. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna bounce her curls. <laughs> oh my god, she just sent me chuck. <laughs> Let's get back this this elixir to the to the mice creature. <laughs> she, you're just gonna she, you're gonna flood She lifts up her arms ready to be hooked in. <laughs> uh Tiny's just gonna make sure he's mopped as much of the sweat off of him as he can, and he's gonna hook her under the arms and fly away. Because you're descending, I'm not gonna make a roll for it this time. You're <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you're gracefully falling. <laughs> gracefully. Uh, is the way I, uh, yeah, gracefully. We cut back to uh the good boy who has managed to shove all the papers off the uh the, the toolbox you do you just see the twine that is binding the whole thing together so if you want to give me a bite attack if you want to roll for an unarmed strike or if if, or if there was any other way or are you waiting for the professor to open it i would love to bite it i believe that is one of my attacks yep you bite that you bite that twine the professor as as the good boy is gnawing on the the twine you've one of the the slips of paper and oliver puts kind of a paw on one end as you unfurl it and you just see most wanted and it's a picture of fizzy well uh, what, what what looks like fizzy and a picture of dill and then beside it just this big black scrawling and it's like tiny tim question mark and there's just these beady little red eyes in the mass of all of it for crimes against seamus the entire pamphlet seems to have been drawn in crayon like some of the letters are backwards and all this kind of stuff but all the papers are the same they're, they're like they're wanted posters for fizzy dill and tiny tim Uh-oh. we're gonna be freeing that friend very soon <laughs> i'm so not sure he's a friend and like looking at this piece of paper that i have someone didn't like these guys i don't know if these are the bad ones, or if whoever wrote this was, though. So, just be careful. Oliver will take a few steps back <laughs> and just walk. <laughs> <laughs> the the good boy, as you gnaw on the on the twine, and you're like you're kind of drooling it, and you're kind of like hang 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 hang. Uh, the final kind of like thread snaps, and with that, the lid of the toolbox is just sprung open, and this large, fat, matted ball of brown and black fur just kind of like hulks out of the box like it literally looks like a rat on steroids and it's just frothing at them out and it's like and like leaps up and like scurries along the wall bravo bravo i i I, look at look at look at this look what a this is the dream team dill this is the yeah it sure is busy this is really the dream team you got going here babes uh, and Fizzy holds out a hand and she kind of hooks Dill in one and then leaping down and the wagon kind of bounces with a heavy thud. T- 
tiny Tim, the giant rat, nuzzles under Fizzy's other arm. Tiny and Don, you land as Penny and the good boy kind of turn to see that the, the, the two rats and the mouse have reunited and you've acquired the the elixir. Ah, charity begins at home. And well, if this if you can't call this place your home, then you you might as well be dead. Kind of like an insight insight check on these guys or something. Like, what vibes are they giving off? <laughs> sure, yeah. Vibe check <laughs> on the friendly rats. vibes. <laughs> Super friendly. Fifteen. Professor, as Fizzy starts to again recount the plan and the plan is to take this special sleeping elixir they're going to before they get to Tezbrab they're going to hop out and you're going to hop out with them they are going to there is a place there's a special place just at the edge of the city where there's a man and they're going to give him this special sleepy forever elixir and he's going to go to sleep and they're going to um, not rob. They are going to acquire the lots of food box. And then Tiny Tim and Dill and her and you guys are going to help dispatch the trove of food to all the hungry mices and, and ratses uh, in Tezrap. And then once they've that done, they know a shortcut to home and they're going to help you get home. And something doesn't quite add up the the poster the glass bottle with the sticky orange liquid in it that has a skull on it the fact that every time she says anything fizzy sort of like rubs her hands <laughs> and smiles none of it it's all utterly illogical this makes no sense that's clearly poison um sleepy forever elixir implies mortality which accounts to murder and they don't even know where your home is so how do they know a shortcut to it it's preposterous it's utterly preposterous and you get the absolute sense that fizzy dill and tiny tim are lying through their gnarly jagged teeth and as they as she smiles at you sweetly you just hear whoop that's and, and that's that's the first three chapters of Refuse Collection. And then the wagon bounces and you just hear Well that was most uh engaging and fragrant. Well I, I, I wish I wish I wish you well, Mr Mr Seamus, the the garbage collector, and I wish you and all your passengers safe garbage i mean of course a safe return to the city of tesrab where you'll all go home and achieve that thing that basically my children's future and happiness depends on and really i'm just putting a lot of fate out there into the universe and i hope it doesn't come back to bite me um and there is a crack of of leather uh, as the wagon kind of jerks forward and you're all kind of slightly thrown off balance. Fizzy just smiles as, Professor, it dawns on you that you've possibly been roped into some sort of Xmas murder heist. <laughs> um, 
And as the wagon trundles down the road towards the city of Tezrab, and in the distance, Seamus can see the lights and he, his breath catches on the air. Una watches the, ca- the, the, the cavern disappear into the dark and just comes completely out of sight. The good boy, you hear a message whispered in your ear. Though we may be apart, my little ones were joined by hearts. I wish you well, I wish you joy. Sweet dreams, my brave girl and brilliant boy. And the good boy, you have been granted a single use of the spell Xmas Wish. And we will leave part one there as... You are being emotionally blackmailed by rats, apparently. <laughs> Yay! Christmas! Oh. Uh, just another um, year in my house. <laughs> is it really a Christmas if nobody gets murdered? <laughs> I thought you were going to go with emotionally blackmailed, but you went full on murder. <laughs> I'm just really, um, really pissed off that we spent that entire episode in a in a garbage truck. And offended. Christmas in my house. <laughs> even get to make um, a garbage man joke yeah but you, <laughs> you fucked up the encounter that Declan built for yeah, us so, so that's a win so sorry <laughs> Merry Christmas one and all that's what I wrote Please, in my wishes for Santa all.